Hey mama, welcome to Fight Back Motherhood. Imagine me sitting at my kitchen island with a cup of coffee, spit up on my shirt, and bags under my eyes chatting with you. That is the vibe. With thousands of books written on how to raise babies, we needed something that teaches us how to fight back to the women we know we are capable of being after having those babies. So since I couldn't find it in my lowest moments after having my first daughter, I created it. This podcast is the product of my dream. Here we are all about being the best versions of ourselves so we can be the best moms to our littles. I'll help you rediscover a love for yourself by helping you prioritize yourself in health, wellness, mindset, and self-care. Each week will include tactical tips, Bessie chats, real life talks, and so much more. So go pour yourself a cup of coffee and get ready to listen in. It's time to fight back. Hello, Mama. Welcome to another episode of the Fight Back Motherhood podcast. Today, we are talking about personal development, and we're going to be talking about it in a different way. This is not for just the entrepreneur mom. This is not for the overwhelmed, stressed out, overworked mom. No, this is for all moms because I truly believe at the end of the day that having a personal development plan is one of the most important things we can do as human beings, not just moms, right? I believe it's our job to be working on our mindset daily because at the end of the day, having a growth mindset increases confidence. So if you're the type of woman that believes that your low self-confidence is normal because you had a baby, you are seriously mistaken, my friend, right? Low self-confidence is something that you probably have had way before you had kids. You just dragged it into motherhood, you know, and then obviously the changing of your body, the overwhelm, the stress of taking care of kids just took it up to another level. Just because a lot of people talk about it doesn't make it normal. Just because women are constantly sharing about how down they feel on themselves after having a baby, just because they're talking about how their careers are falling apart after having kids, just because they're talking about how their finances are all a mess, just because you hear it a lot doesn't make it normal. And I want to make sure you're understanding that. Again, having a growth mindset increases confidence. And I truly believe that when you stop intentionally improving yourself, you are in danger of falling into a rut or becoming unhappy with your life. We've made the serious mistake of believing that our growth and our education stops the moment we graduate from high school or college. Truthfully, I wish if, if I could go back and know what I know now, I wish that personal development was incorporated into my life when I was a teenager. Because I went through a lot of crap as a teenager, a lot of things that I could really have used some advice on when it comes down to how to address my mental health, when it comes down to how to pick a career or how to deal with finances in the future. They don't teach us that stuff in school. And so they teach us equations and stuff that I could not even do right now if I tried. And I think that that's the difference. And I want to make sure you understand that it's not too late. If you're somebody who is not incorporating personal growth into your life every day, It's not too late. And today I want to talk to you about five areas that I believe that mamas should be constantly working on to improve every single day. There's five areas of your life, no matter who you are, that you should be working on when it comes to personal development. Now, I do want to make sure that you understand something really fast. 
Personal development is personal. So while I believe that all five of these areas are a place you should be constantly working on, some of them are going to take precedence over others. Meaning when I get to some of them, maybe when I get to the finance one, maybe your finances are okay. And that's not a drastic area right now for you to make massive improvements in. And, but maybe in your product productivity, which I'm going to talk about first and the second is low, you know, then make sure that that's where you start. When you hear my recommendations, when you hear what I'm telling you to go focus on and what you need to be listening to and doing, then start there. Okay. Like there's nothing wrong with prioritizing one of these key areas over the other one in the time being, because I'm telling you right now, even if you think you have it all together in a certain area, I can tell you right now that there's always room for improvement. So just start with what you need the most, but make sure that you're getting some sort of development and education in all the other areas I talk about as well. Okay, let's get started. Okay, so the first area that I believe that moms need to focus on is productivity. What does that mean? Okay, how do I find the time to accomplish my goals? How do I find the time to do all the things that I want to do? Reality check. You cannot be happy if you are feeling stressed or overwhelmed. And you're not going to be happy if you keep giving up on all the things that you want to do because you can't find the time to do them. Look, the biggest thing, and the reason this is number one, and I honestly believe that every single one of us mothers are still struggling in this area, the number one area and the number one thing that I hear from moms is that they do not have enough time. I'm talking that is more common that I hear that than I don't have the money. People are constantly talking about how they don't have enough time. And you want to know why? Here's the thing. Time is infinite. Like it's an unlimited resource, yet we're constantly saying we don't have it. The reason that you don't have it or you believe that you don't have it is because you are not good at being productive. You are not good at managing your schedule, you know, and that's what we need to really focus and zone in on. Because the more unproductive that we are, the more stressed out we are going to be. Think about all these things that you say you want to do as a mother. You want to work out again. You want to eat healthy. You want to go on walks. You want to, you know, do what, I don't know, whatever your goals are that you're trying to go after and you never get it done. It's not because you don't have the time. It's because you're not being productive. It's because you're not prioritizing your time well. So ask yourself, if you are somebody who needs this area, which I'm going to just tell you all right now, everyone needs more help in this area. Again, that's why I say five areas all moms need to work on. A great book to help you with that is called Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy. He gives you some ways to stop procrastinating and to get more done in less time. So ask yourself this, are you organized? Do you stay on top of your work or do you feel like you're drowning? How often are you accomplishing goals you set for yourself? Do you procrastinate? Do you delay taking action? Do you often wish that you had more hours or time to complete tasks? Do you frequently ask yourself, where did all the time go? If you answered yes to any of those questions, then productivity needs to be at the top of your list when it comes to self-growth. Again, Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy is such a great book for this, but also I have a free resource that I'm going to be attaching to the show notes 
which tells you how to make more time for the things and people you love, okay? So in this resource, I'm gonna give you my three-step system on how I exactly how I schedule out my weeks and I make sure that there's time for the things that I want to do. So you can go check that out and download that in the show notes. The second area that all women and mothers need to be focused on when it comes to personal growth is your career. Lots of moms put their career and their education on hold after having a baby. And as we've discussed in the past couple of minutes, a lot of moms lose the desire to better themselves because they don't have the time or the resources that they need, right? So that's why productivity is so important, number one, to even get you to this point. Because this is, I truly believe, like moms need to have a plan for their education as well as their careers. I just told you, I don't believe that we should stop learning after we graduate, right? Because the thing is, like, we're going to feel stuck. How many of us have felt stuck in their careers? If you feel that way, then you need to make moves. A great book to help you with this is called What Got You Here Will Not Get You There. And that is by Marshall Goldsmith. And all it's about is how successful people will become even more successful. So even if you're somebody who's like, I love my job, I feel so fulfilled, guess what? You can still be more successful. You can still learn something else. You can still improve, right? So ask yourself, does your job match the priorities for your life? Are you feeling frazzled at times? Do you feel exhausted and frustrated? Are you happy with your job or career? Do you earn enough money? Is there room for advancement at your current job? Ask yourself these questions, and I'm telling you right now, start making sure that you're challenging yourself and diving into personal growth that's going to help you answer those questions in the way that you want them answered. The third area that you, of develop, personal development that moms should be focusing on is their finances. So a lot of moms are unhappy with their financial lives, whether it's because of having too much debt, not, you know, not earning enough money, they have no savings account, they're unable to manage a budget, or they're counting on their spouse. Here's my mentality when it comes down to finances. And I feel like, I, and I love, I'm gonna tell you this right now, I am such a nerd when it comes down to budgeting, finances, all those different things. And I am still learn. I, I'm like obsessed with learning new things about finances. And that is just because I want to provide for my family. <laughs> I want my family to be taken care of. And I, the more that I know, the better off I'm gonna be. So my mentality around finances is if you're unhappy with your finances, then go do something about it, okay? Your plan should include all of the things that you're unhappy about, the changes that you need to make, and then the steps that you have to take to get them where you want to be. Ask yourself, like, are you happy right now with your finances? If you have debt, do you know how much you owe? Are you confident about your knowledge of finances? That is an area I am not confident in, which is why I'm going out and learning more about it. Do you have an emergency savings? Do you have good money management skills? Or are you an emotional spender, right? Address these things and navigate them. A great booker on this is called My Money, My Way by Kumiko Love. She is the budget mom on Instagram. And I want to just also say, I'm not promoting any of these books. I'm just sharing books that have really helped me. Um, and she, that this book is so great. It talks all about, you know, taking control of your financial life. Um, and she really, I love her method specifically because it's very Dave Ramsey-like, which I love, but it's a little bit more flexible. 
And I really think that for somebody who wants to build extreme wealth, but also wants to really live a life that is full of fun and excitement, I love her method. Also, there is a book called um, Rich as, you know, F word, um, by Amanda Francis, which has been really impactful for me too when it comes down to building wealth. Okay, the fourth area when it comes down to personal growth that I believe that you need to focus on is your health and well-being. So when I talk about your health, I'm talking about your physical, mental, and emotional health. So if you're somebody who's like, well, I don't need personal development on my health and well-being because I work out every day, you are wrong. (laughs) I'm not talking just about fitness, right? I am talking about your mental well-being. So the thing is, is like you can be doing well physically, but unwell mentally and emotionally. So ask yourself, like, are you practicing self-care? If you are, how often are you doing that? You know, how can you improve your health? You know, to take this even a step further, make a list of all your bad habits that you need to work on. Make a list of the good habits you want to develop and the ways that you can improve your total health. And then go find podcasts, go find books, go find audibles that you can listen to or read that are going to help you in this department. I truly think like I went through after having Sutton, I went through some pretty serious postpartum depression and anxiety and I worked out every single day. But I will tell you right now that when it came down to my mental well-being, I was not okay. So I turned, instead of sitting there and living in that, I turned my mindset to reading books by like Craig Groeschel's Winning the War in Your Mind. I focused, my, 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 I focused all of my personal growth on my mental health. There's other books that I love, like there's More Than a Mom by Ashley Carbonato. If you haven't read that book, it's so funny, but she talks about how she takes care of herself and she makes sure she prioritizes time with her friends and time, you know, to herself to continue to have sanity. And um, there's also books like, and also regards to your health and well-being, I went through a stage where my nutrition was god-awful and I couldn't figure out why I was stuck in this emotional eating habit. And so I was reading Made to Crave by Lisa Turker. So there are so many different books that kind of fall within this category. And I believe that like health and well-being falls into three different realms. It's the fitness, it's the nutrition, it's your mental and emotional well-being. And so if you feel like you're struggling in any of those areas, sometimes you're going to struggle more than others. That still should be part of your regular personal growth routine. And last but not least, when it comes down to your personal growth plan, Your family and motherhood should obviously be a part of that growth routine too. We can always be a better mom. We can always be a better spouse and also be a better friend, daughter, sister, whatever it may be. So whether it's your relationship with your kids, your spouse, your parents, siblings, employers, coworkers, neighbors, whatever, we need to be making sure that we are improving our relationships. So ask yourself, what can you be doing better And how can you be making the relationship stronger? Healthy relationships boost your self-esteem. They make you happier. They make you feel more fulfilled. Jenny Allen wrote a great book called Find Your People, um, which talks about building deep community in a very lonely world. Here's the reality. I'm going to tell you this very honestly and brutally. Relationships change after you have kids. And a lot of you might be experiencing this for the first time. People that don't have kids don't get it. The time that you, the gaps of when you talk to your friends become longer and longer. And it's not because you don't love your friends, but it's also, but it's because 
especially the ones that do have kids, you're just consumed with your own life. doesn't mean you love your friends any less, but however, we still need to be making sure we're nourishing that. After you have kids, your relationship with your spouse changes. And how can you make sure you're staying more connected to your spouse? Well, there are books, there are podcasts that we can be reading to make sure that we are still keeping our marriage alive. We need to be working on that. You can't, we're not experts in love. We're not experts in friendship. We need guidance. And that's what these books are helping us do. Because if we have our tribe, our people, we have our relationship with our spouses, we have, you know, relationships with our parents, you know, it's really important for us to, to be happy. I mean, like we, that's going to help us be happier. And that also goes the other way, you know, read books about how to deal with toxic people in your life. I went through a stage where I was reading a book about people pleasing and how to navigate that because I was so stuck in this realm of being stuck with toxic people in my life and just trying to make people happy, even though they probably shouldn't have been in my life in the first place. Right? So there's books out there, there's podcasts, there's audibles to help you through this. Another great book um, is called Raising Good Humans, and it talks about how to raise your kids the way you want to, right? And so there's tons of different things out there to help you become a better mom, a better spouse, a better friend. So to recap, there are five areas that you need to be focused on in order to be the best mom you can be, in order to be the best you you can be. That is productivity. That is going to be your career, that is your finances, that is your health and well-being, and then obviously family and motherhood. What I encourage you to do from here is to go and grab a piece of paper and make a pie chart and give yourself five different columns, okay? And then put these in there, again, which is family and motherhood, your health and well-being, your finances, your career, and productivity. Give them each a category. And then... Basically, what I want you to do is I want you to fill your bubbles. Fill your bubbles with how you're doing in those categories. You need to do it on like a scale of one to 10. And so I, hopefully you can kind of get the visual I'm talking about here. But you're going to take this little pie chart and you're going to fill your bubbles in. So maybe you're going to rate your finances on a scale of three out of 10. So it's going to be a little tiny little sliver filled in on your bubble. Um, maybe you gave your productivity a seven out of 10. So it's filled obviously a lot more than finances. When you finish this, look at your pie chart and then you're going to see exactly where you need to start. Okay. Order these in a list of one to five based on your priorities and what you need the most help in and get started. And then after you finish each book, after you finish each, you know, audible or podcast, Continue to rate yourself. Are you feel better? Are you being more productive? Are you seeing these? And I'm gonna tell you right now, it's not gonna happen in a day. So don't listen to one time management podcast and be like, yep, I got this together. It's not gonna work like that, right? Like it's gonna take you some time and implement implementation in order to see results happen. And I want to make this very I also probably should have said this at the beginning, but I'm gonna say it right now. Personal development is not a just consume, consume, consume type of thing. For me, personal development, in order for it to be the most effective, it needs to be me consuming and taking action at the exact same time. So if I'm reading a book on finances, I am implementing what I am learning as I am reading it. If I am reading a book on time management, I am implementing what I'm learning as I'm doing it. So that way I can see if results are actually happening. You need to have something to measure. You need to have something to look back on and say, is this actually working for me? This is where I started 
in productivity, this is where I am now. And then constantly checking in on it to make sure that you're seeing growth, right? When you fill out that pie chart, you can do it every month, right? Or you can do it every week if you want to and say, am I improving in this area? Did I get more done this week than I did last week since implementing XYZ? Remember, if you want to see change in your life, you can't just sit back with a book and then expect life to change. You need to be taking action. All right, mamas, hopefully this was helpful for you today. Uh, Tag me on Instagram and let me see those pie charts. You know, let me see where you're starting. And if you need any personal development recommendations, I'm going to attach in the show notes every single book that I recommended for you guys. So you can go and grab those books on Amazon. But I will tell you this right now, just start, right? Tag me on Instagram, share what you're doing. If you need recommendations, you can send me a message rate, review, share this podcast. That way it can reach as many women as possible. And remember, you owe it to yourself to become your best self. Okay? Sending you tons of love. Have an absolutely incredible week and we will see you next Tuesday.